welcome to the Sensitive Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki, and I'm going to teach you how to overcome your fears, conquer your dreams, and own your life. I'm so happy that you're here. Now let's get started. Hey, Joy, welcome to the show. Will you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay, so you have a lot going on all the time, right? I have a lot going on all the time, and people call me busy, but I must say I choose my busy, and I think that over the past few years, I have definitely learned what busy looks like when you control um, your life, your lifestyle. So yeah, busy would be what it looks like, but I call it freedom. So yeah. I love that. Okay, so what, how do you control your lifestyle so that you don't feel busy in a bad way? It's more of a good thing for you. Okay, I, good, yeah. Busy in a bad way. That's good because I say, like, busy is such a negative word sometimes that we use it as a crutch. And I have done that myself over the past few years. We have owned several businesses, my husband and I, and we have shuffled the kids around. We have shuffled um, life. We've had say no to activities and events and birthdays that we would have definitely wanted to say yes to. But because our schedule was so full, saying yes to things that weren't as important, that um, the overwhelmingness of being busy. So we learned to say yes to the good and not right now to the overwhelming. So how do we kind of control that is, you know, it was a decision. I think everything in life starts with a choice of where you want to be and where you are now and how are you going to decide to do that. I, this past year, really took control of my personal schedule starting with myself. I have changed when I wake up. I have changed what words I allow to enter my mind. And then through that, being a wife and a mother, those two things you know, are so important. And what I say and how I do control my family situation and our day-to-day activities. Awesome. Okay, so you say you changed what time you wake up. How did you change that, and what made you take that deci- make that decision? Okay, I am a huge personal development person, and over the past few years, um, I have just really leaned into my heart, my, my uncomfortable through personal development, and a lot of people look at personal development and say, I don't need that because it's, so, it's like the self-help stuff, but you guys know, you're listening to this for a reason. And you're joining in today because that personal development is a huge part of our life. And that's what's really changed for me over the past year. I stopped um, I stopped making excuses that I didn't have time or I was too tired or I needed sleep. So one is, is the five-second rule. Totally changed um, how I viewed getting up. And I now my alarm is set for 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm usually up before my alarm goes off. And that little scientific fact that she explains in the five-second rule is um, that 
the cycle, sleep cycle of 90 minutes. And when you press that snooze, no matter what time of day you get up, when you press the snooze button, you are telling your body to go back to a sleep cycle of 90 minutes. And that totally ruins your whole day if you're getting up after the snooze button of 90 minutes. And you're still, your body's never fully awake, and you're groggy, and you're cranky, and you're tired, and you're hangry because you didn't acknowledge when your body was actually ready to get up, and you told it not right now. So your body signals itself saying, okay, well, we're not going to wake up ever because you didn't give us that full sleep cycle. So I know that's a lot of, like, science in there or, you know, tidbits, but that's what changed when, when I really thought, what am I doing physically to my mind and my sleep that I'm hurting myself for the rest of the 24 hours of my day? So 5 o'clock, I am up for the past 60 days, 5 o'clock every morning, and I have two whole hours <laughs> before anybody is asking me for anything. And that is definitely the key to my personal success these days. I love that. So I had no idea. I haven't read that book yet, so I'll have to check it out. But when you hit the snooze button, you put your body back to sleep for 90 minutes. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So you feel like you're waking up. Sometimes people wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and, you know, that maybe your alarm doesn't go off for another 30, 40 minutes. You really should just get up. Get up, have some water. You should stretch, meditate write in your journal, write your to-do list, all that stuff, because your body's done with that 90, sec- 90 minutes sleep cycle. And um, it's a great book. Her TED Talk is great, too. Um, I wish I could think of her name right now. Mel um, Robbins? Yeah. The name. Yeah. Yeah. Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins. Five seconds. Yes. Okay, awesome. So uh, I've downloaded a, an app called The Sleep Cycle, which kind of does the same thing. Um, it listens to your breathing, which is crazy, <laughs> but you turn it to face your, uh, face your bed when you're sleeping and it listens for like movements or breathing. And so it wakes you within a 30 minute window of whenever you are most awake, when it senses that you're moving around the most. Um, so like you said, it's your body's like ready to get up. So it says, okay, go ahead and get up instead of falling back into that, um, the yeah, sleep cycle. Absolutely that you're talking, you're talking about. That's very interesting. I'll have to look at that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the more aware we are of our sleep, and obviously you have to go to bed at that time. Right. You know, at a decent hour where some people require six hours, some people do require a full eight hours. I'm mm-hmm. about that six and a half hour mark, and I wake up ready to go for the day. That's awesome. I think I'm more on that, that scale too. I can do the less sleep because I like to stay up late. Um, you know, I feel like I get more done at night. So yeah. Awesome. Get it done. Okay. So you get up and you have these two hours to yourself. What do you do during that time? Okay. So I, first thing I do is not hit the coffee button. For my husband, I do not wake up to coffee anymore. That is a huge success for me after 37 years of, I feel like doing that, but really I started drinking coffee when I was 12 and I don't think I stopped drinking it. Now I still drink it, but I don't wake up for coffee. I wake up and I eat a full meal. Okay. Something I have not done ever in my life either, but this whole year is different. So I eat, and then after my my breakfast, I actually do my devotion. And I used to say this was my Jesus and coffee time, Mm -hmm. and it was kind of an excuse for me to be lazy in the morning with my time with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amazingly enough, that's how it happened. 
So with the two hours of precious time myself, I actually get a real devotion read. I get real prayer time in, and my life changes with that. I notice when I have that time and when I don't have that time. So prayer and devotion is today. And then I, um, I get ready to work out because if I don't get it done at 6 o'clock in the morning, I hate to say it's never going to get it done because I'm just, you know, my day gets busy. Yep, busy doing what we choose to do. Uh-huh. But it also, I get tired. I'm a human. I'm a mother and a wife and a business owner. So when it does get 8.30 at night, I'm tired. I'm ready to wind down and not be saying, oh, I'm dreading a workout that I have to do. Yeah. So I eat. I do my devotion. I do my prayer. I am ready to work out. I have a full hour to work out. And that is when life starts waking up. But it's okay. My children have known for the last 11 years, mom's workout is my time. And they can join me if they choose to. And as long as they don't take my weight. <laughs> and or they can just come in. They can sit down and eat breakfast and watch me finish working out. They can, you know, my son brings his Legos in in the morning. And, and they just don't interrupt it. They kind of laugh and, and they're part of it. But um, it's still my time. And they know that. So I think that's the first two hours of my day really dictate when I skip any part of those, you know, my, my morning routine is what I call it. Mm-hmm. I feel it definitely in the daytime. So when I get done with all of that, um, if they're not awake yet, I go wake up my kids and I get dressed. A lot of stay-at-home mom, business owners, stay-at-home business owners, all of that need to put it in their schedule to either take a shower and get dressed, but put your makeup on, put, do your hair, put normal clothes on, and be ready to live your life. And I think that's very important. And then um, we start school. The alarm goes off. I live and die by my phone alarm. I eat by my phone alarm, and we drink water by our phone alarm, <laughs> and we do our daily activities. So the kids know at 8.30 that school alarm is definitely going off, and we're at the dining room table. Um opening our books, and doing our schoolwork. Awesome. Okay, so tell us why you feel it's important to get up and get dressed and get ready if you're staying at home. Well, I think, well, as a wife, I'm going to come from my perspective of being a wife. Okay. A stay-at-home mom and wife, if you don't get dressed in the morning, then it's going to be 5 o'clock, 5.30, whenever your husband walks in the door. And he's going to look at you, and this is experience. <laughs> you're still in yoga pants, and your head's still on a ponytail, or maybe you look like what you look like when he left that morning. Mm-hmm. There's some negativity there, and it mm-hmm. doesn't need to be, it doesn't mean to happen. Mm-hmm. There's this, well, I just went to work for, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 hours, and he's been home not really doing anything, and you haven't even made an effort to look good. For me. Yeah. So I truly believe as a wife, you need to at least be presentable mm-hmm. for your husband when he shows up home from work. I'm not saying you need a five-course meal sitting at the table. Heck no. Right. You just need to welcome your husband home in proper clothes and your hair done and your makeup done. It's also setting a precedent that your home is your business. It's not a lazy town. It's mm-hmm. not an excuse where you can go sit on the couch whenever you want. And for me, too, it's school. Like my children need to know that we take school very seriously. Mm-hmm. So when mom is still sitting in her bathroom doing school drinking coffee, it kind of gives the illusion to them that it's just 
like I said, again, it's that lazy attitude of it's not important. So we treat every activity um, as if we're going out. Right. I love that. I love that because as a teacher, you know, if your kids came to school and the teacher was in a bathrobe, they're not going to respect the the process and what they're learning and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Awesome. I've never thought of it that way. So, that's cool. And um yeah, for your husband, you want to be the woman he married, right? <laughs> I would say that he married you before you had, you know, me before I had three kids. Um, mm-hmm. When I did go to work, when I did get dressed, when you know all that stuff. So I think I'm really big with the thought process of every single day. You need to look at your spouse, male or female. You know, you need to look at that and be and be saying, when our children are growing out of out of the house, are we still going to know each other? Mm-hmm. And I think every day you can take that step. To, to wanting that relationship to mature every day for that goal. Awesome. So this all goes back to, to what I say about self-care, and I'm sure you believe as well that, you know, you take care of yourself, you become a better wife, you become a better a mother, a better homeschool teacher, um, and a better business owner. So I, I believe that you can show up better for other people when you're more taken care of. Right. Yeah, totally. I definitely agree that, you know, that's the whole saying of you fill your cup first and then you can give to others. So you can't give anything when you're, when you're feeling so empty and drained. True. And it's for your business too. Um, showing up in your business fully aware and taking responsibility that you're the boss. Same as when you said you wouldn't show up in a classroom in mm-hmm. a row to mm-hmm. teach kids in the bathroom. Right. You shouldn't really show up to any business you know, kind of with that same mentality of of not presenting you as the product of whatever you are, whether you're a teacher, health and fitness coach, or a CEO, it's still your job and your business to show up. So why would you want to put, sorry, but the, the cover, you know, with the book, it's the first thing they see. Yeah. Whether you're doing a video on YouTube, or you're doing, you know, walking into a board meeting or a classroom, what the first appearance is very important. That's the tone. Yeah, very cool. First impressions. I've been reading that in the Charisma Myth. Didn't you read that also, or no? I didn't read that. No. Okay, it's really good, and she she talks about how first impressions. You know, even though sometimes they're unfair, um, that people base their opinions of you on their first impression of you. So, awesome. Okay, cool. Okay, so your most of your self care takes place first thing in the morning. You have your prayer devotion. You eat your full meal first thing in the morning, which I still think is crazy. <laughs> Just it's it's curry chicken. Yeah, yeah. But you know what works for you? That's great. And you get your workout in. Are there any other ways? Well, I, and you get yourself ready um, for the day, which I love that. Are there any other ways that you think? Say you're having a particularly bad day and you're feeling off and maybe a little frustrated or overwhelmed. Um, are there any like special things that you'll do for yourself, or um, does your family give you time to yourself if you need that extra time to yourself? Definitely, and I think that all comes from communicating. Definitely communicating when um, I'm having a, a rough day in my business. Maybe you know you just got that bad text message or email or like. Mm-hmm. Feel like you've done nothing good in that day, mm-hmm. or the world's just crashing around you, and you're trying to get control. A few things I do. One is music. Definitely, like have a, a 
playlist that just makes you want to sing and dance. Like, just like, I got this. Yeah. And one of my songs is Masterpiece by Jesse J. And, you know. I noticed that in your videos. I've heard it a couple times. <laughs> I mean, my kids know it's my song. And yeah. They just got the bad words. And <laughs> all right, but it's true. So, looking it up. But that's one of them. And I think you just, that empowerment song, I think that's the word, is, is good. But also, to have your list of podcasts mm-hmm. that, that are not not long, but just, a, just that powerful message to remind yourself that the negativity is always going to creep in, but you can overcome that with what you put into your mind and what you allow yourself to believe and not believe. Because the negativity never leaves us. It really doesn't. It's always festering. And like, you know, festering. It's always going to fester if we let it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, the vitamin C for the soul. It's a good podcast. It's good music. Um, I, I'm not a big journaler, so mm-hmm. I don't jot things down. But um, which maybe I should become better at. But <laughs> I think that outside, I think going outside helps a lot. It's mm-hmm. funny out. I'm a Florida girl. So oh yeah. Sunshine really jolts you a little bit into gratefulness. Um, when you're outside, it's really hard to not be grateful for something. Right. I agree. Completely love outside time. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, as far as, um, you know, reading, I have to admit, if I sit down to read a book, I, I often, in the middle of the afternoon, I often get really tired. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's that time. Right. So, <laughs> I come in the morning, and then I also have an audible ready to press play on, too. Okay. Like an audio book. And my kids know when we drive in the car, we are listening to something that we're listening to personal development-wise. And just a backstory of last night, we were headed on a car trip and we were listening to um, Habits, Habits, Habits. High Performance Habits. Is that what it is? High Performance Habits, Brendan Bouchard. And I I took a video and I shared it on my Instagram stories and tagged him in it. And he messaged me back and he said, what a great opportunity for your children to start so young listening to, you know, high performance habits and personal development in their life because that's such a vital behavior that I know I never had. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, and you, like, I think most people or most moms, which I'm not a mom, but I think a lot of moms might think that it has to be separate, that you can't have your kids and your personal development at the same time, but why can't they listen to your personal development? Of course, you've got to keep it G-rated. <laughs> but he he is, but I know some people, yeah. There are some we don't listen to, mm-hmm. but um, the ones like the, I will say, the Energy Bus and mm-hmm. the No Complaining Rule, all of those are are amazing books for kids. The for no, children of all ages. Okay, I've never heard of the No Complaining Rule. I'll have to check that out. But they have they have an energy bus for kids specifically. I've seen that, like a yeah. picture book. So, Go ahead. John Gordon. Yes. Okay, John Gordon writes them all. The no complaining, the locker room. So little stories that they even know when it's on. They're like, oh, we know what this one's about. <laughs> and I like that. But they've done that all those with me. John Gordon. Yeah. That's good. I mean, because kids need that. Kids, I think, need that from uh, a young age. I think that we say children are resilient, and they are, but are they learning the skills, the social skills, and the, 
I don't want to call them mental skills, but personal skills that are going to grow them to be good citizens and um, helpers and do-gooders of our community. So, yeah, just the building, the good habits, and people who learn those habits are going to do amazing things, I believe. I agree. I think, I think we, we short-change our children. Mm-hmm. We that they're not ready, but... The foundation that's in there when we plant that seed of positivity and love and respect and confidence and empowerment and that life doesn't have to be busy being miserable. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Um, before we go, can you share where people can find you on the interwebs? Yes. I'm on Facebook, Joy Rivera. And then I'm on Instagram, Joy Okay, so people check her out definitely. My thing this year is life, and I just want you guys to remember that that is living in freedom every day. So definitely choose what you define as your freedom and go live it. And there you have it, my friends, how mom of three, homeschooler, wife, and health and fitness coach, Joy Bracero does it and keeps her head on straight. She takes care of herself which in turn helps her take care of everyone else. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review.